Welcome back, folks. Um, been deeply impacted by Colossians. We could we could do a podcast just entirely on Colossians, and uh, this one verse I think has. We could uh, do a year of oh, podcasts on Colossians. It's, it's incredible, yeah. And so, verse sixteen of chapter three uh, says this: "Let the message about Christ, in all its richness, fill your lives." You know, if if, if there was one kind of instruction you woke up with every day. Couldn't get much better than that, Peter. What impact? And you know, there's, there's lots of good stuff that comes after that. But what what kind of impact? And, and what does that say to you? Well, I don't want to pick up your translation, Joppo, but uh, let the message about Christ is not as rich as let the message of Christ, yeah. or let the word of Christ, because let the message about Christ is very objective. Yeah. But when I approach Jesus Christ, I am not objective at all. Yeah. I am totally completely unashamedly subjective yeah which means i've been convicted about it yeah and the the message of christ dwelling in us richly is firstly his invitation to us and the acceptance that we have in him you know the more i read the word joppo the more i encounter Holy Spirit in my life, I can't get past the message that I'm accepted. You know, I've got this habit in my life, and it's a bad habit. I'm a little bit hard on myself sometimes, and Julie has picked this up. And so I actually call myself names, and I never realised I was doing this. What, you too? And so, yeah. <laughs> Not so, that I was calling you names, but I do the same thing to myself. Yeah, yeah. It, well, like father, like son. And... <laughs> So if I drop something, I go, oh, flippin' heck, you moron. Or, or especially when I'm tired, if I've been for a long run or if I've been chainsawing or something and I do something, I, I call myself an idiot or I call myself a drongo. And one day Julie took me aside. Trust me, this has got to do with the subject. Okay. She took me aside and she held me by the hands and she said, Peter, I don't like the way you speak to yourself. She said, you're not a drongo. She said, do you know that when you call yourself that, you're actually calling yourself less than what you are. And she said, I, I actually married a beautiful man. I didn't marry a drongo. I didn't marry an idiot. I didn't marry a moron. And it hurts me when you call yourself names because you are so much more than those names that you call yourself. So I explained to her, that's just a frustration thing. She said, yeah, I know that and I appreciate that. That's why for 30 years I haven't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> but she said, I, I, think that, I think that we're growing beyond that now. And as I, I reflected on it, because firstly, you know, when wife takes husband's hand and shares something, firstly, there's a, a time of resistance. But then I let it soak for a while. And on my runs and in my reflection time, I've been asking the Holy Spirit about it. And the thing that I've come back to, the message of Christ, the word of Christ that I've come back to is, I am accepted. Yeah. I am loved. If I drop the milk from the fridge... If I, if I sharpen the chainsaw blade wrong, I may have done something silly, but the message of Christ is firstly that I'm accepted. And from that acceptance, my identity is again established. So when it says here in, uh, in Colossians 3.16, that the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. Yeah. The greatest wisdom we can have is to constantly take people back to their identity. Speak truth into their lives. Speak the fruit of the Spirit into their lives. If the Heavenly Father 
If the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, self-control, then that means that the Heavenly Father is those things. And if we are in Christ and we're to be imitators of him, that means, Joppo, that into you and me, he is planting goodness. Mm. He is planting generosity. He is planting peace. He's planting joy and love. So the message of Christ dwelling in us, that we're to teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, is the message of our true identity that comes because we're accepted. And then then it says to teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. I believe that the deepest need of us as human beings is to belong. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of the things we do when we instruct people about Jesus is we teach them facts. Now, in our recent podcast, we looked at that verse from Ephesians chapter 4 where it says, this is not the way you learned Christ. Now, when it talked about learning Christ there, it's not talking about learning about Christ. It's not like confirmation lessons. It's not like Bible study. But it's learning the nature, the, the acceptance we have in him, learning the beauty of Christ, learning the, the, the character of Christ, learning his promises. And above all, learning that this Jesus Christ saw us each and every single one of us, and he came to us, and with love on his face, a smile in his eyes, and his arms open wide, he said, Peter, Craig, listener, come, follow me. Mm. And we looked around, we go, what? Surely you're asking someone else. He says, no, 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 you, you, come, follow me. It's going to be the journey of a lifetime. It's going to be an adventure. And, and so we get to belong so I'm accepted by him and grow in my identity. Out of my identity, I realize that I've got a place of belonging and my belonging is in his heart. And out of that belonging, I now want to believe in him. Mm -hmm. So on the sheet that I'm looking at in front of me, I've got three lines. Firstly, acceptance with an arrow leading to identity. Then on the second line, I've got belonging <clears throat> with an arrow leading to believing. And then on the third line, finally... I've got an arrow that says conviction, exclamation mark, with an arrow leading to habits. Mm -hmm. Many people would take a verse like this one, Colossians 3, and say, okay, let the word of Christ dwell in us richly, Bible reading program. You know, pray constantly, oh, got to have a prayer life. These are habits I must put into my life. No, 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 no. Because I'm accepted and I've been given a new identity, because I belong and I want to grow in believing, I'm now convicted like I've never been before, about his love for me. So I want to grow in how he sees the world. I want to grow in how he sees me. I want to grow in how he sees other people. I want to grow in how his kingdom's going to come into this world. I want to grow into my calling. And for that, I need wisdom that I don't have. So I pick up some habits out of my conviction of reading his word, and I let his word dwell in me richly. So Paul goes on to say, with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So I practice a life of gratitude. I share the word with you, with other people key in my life. I want to read the word for myself. I go to Ransomed Heart website and I look up their prayers and, and I pray them, not daily, but 
you know, a couple of times a week. I do these things because I'm convicted about my belief, which flows out of my belonging, which comes from my identity, which all flows from the fact that here is a God who accepts me. It's interesting, you know, for a bit of context of, of what Paul's saying there, you know, let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Stick the car in reverse and, and uh, grab your Bibles and look at verse 1 of Colossians chapter 3. And then later on, sort of mid-flight, he says something like, um, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. That You know, we have that new nature in Christ and, uh, the, you know, the richness of that is what transforms and changes the way we behave. It also brings to mind, um, you know, Google this if you can, just go um, Dallas Willard uh, planned discipleship triangle or something like that. But the you know, short story is he said, you know, our, the way that we're renewed is, is both through the Holy Spirit, the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, he's got a triangle there, of course. Um, also through the trials and temptations of life, but also... The, the, the part that we've, I think, messed up so many times, Peter, and you alluded to this, is planned disciplines to put on our new nature. We call, we call them disciplines. You know, I've got to pray and I've got to spend time in the Word. And, but he's just saying to put on our new nature, as Paul is encouraging us to do, uh, there's things that we do that it makes that more probable as we have that understanding and we, and, uh, we bring about that life that we've inherited in Christ. So much more we could talk about, like, like normal, but we'll leave it to you to continue to discuss, pray, find yourself learning about your Creator and becoming like Him. You want to say something else, Peter? Oh, I was just going to say, if you want that link to Dallas Willard, also on Dallas Willard's site, you will find a bloke called Danny Bridgens. Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Bridgens, B-R-I-D-G-E-N-S, and it's via... V-I-A, Vetera, V-E-T-E-R-A. Well, what does that last word mean? I don't know what it means, but these are practices or spiritual practices, uh, spiritual guidance that lead us to discover more about the acceptance our Father has for us. That's fantastic, Peter. Thanks for joining us again.